and welcome to the King Yah Podcast. As you may have guessed, I am your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships, criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week, you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews, as well as personal relationship tips that will help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories? Everyone, I want to thank you. Welcome to the show. My name is King Yah. I'm the host of the show tonight, King Yah Speaks uh, Radio Show. Joining us tonight is, uh, we have two very special guests joining us tonight. One of them, uh, Honorable Laninia Kaysen from the City of Champions, will be bringing her on in just a few moments, and we'll um, ask her a few questions. We want to uh, give her an opportunity to explain to us why she chose this lifestyle as a judge, right? And then we're going to jump into some um, Jump into some of the other topics. Also joining us is our so honorable judge, Joe Brown, will also be joining us as well. You guys are in for an awesome, a wonderful show tonight. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to our show and continue to spread the word about what we are doing. Share with your friends and families because you do not want to miss this show tonight. You have an opportunity to speak to two honorable judges, Judge Lenina Kaysen from the City of Champions and uh, the, the city of uh, what you, Dr. Eugene Redman likes to call the city of, of E. St. Love, Illinois. Uh, also, I see that Chester Deans has also made an appearance. I want to say thank you, Brother Chester Deans. I appreciate you, the love and support that, uh, that you have for what we are doing and also for what you are doing with, food, uh, with Futura as well and for all of your accomplishments and achievements too. just want to acknowledge you, Brother. It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday, right? Thank God it is Friday. The Honorable La Nina Kaysen, we appreciate you joining us tonight. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to be here tonight. And so for that, I am certainly grateful for that opportunity. Thank you. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Why has there been such an attack on the black family structure? We are going to get into this tonight. We're going to talk about this. We're also going to ask a few questions to the, the honorable judges. There will be an opportunity for the listeners to also ask questions of the honorable judges. The honorable judge, Laninia Kaysen, is also a lawyer. So I want to give you guys just a, a little bit of information about the honorable Laninia Kaysen. She's an associate circuit judge for the 20th Judicial Circuit in St. Clair County in the state of Illinois. The Honorable Laninia Kaysen is also an attorney and counselor, uh, recently established the Kaysen Law Practice, LLC, in Swansea, Illinois. And that address is 2 Park Place, Swansea, Illinois, 62226. We will give you guys that information again uh, later on in the show. Uh, also joining us is uh, the Honorable Judge Joe Brown. I call him Judge Joe. 
He is also an American lawyer and television personality. He is a former Shelby County, Tennessee criminal court judge and a former arbitrator of the arbitration-based reality court show, uh, as you know, Judge Joe Brown. So uh, aside from those phenomenal people that we will be having as our honored, our most honored special guests, both of the honorable judges, and ask them questions regarding family. We are talking about family issues. We are talking about child custody. We're talking about visitation, alienation. We're talking about this stimulus check. Stimulus check. We're going to be talking about that too. Will parents have an opportunity to receive stimulus checks from from the government or will they be intercepted because of uh, child support uh, payments? So we will be talking about that as well. We, we are definitely going to get into it and it is going to be awesome. So with no further ado, we are going to bring on the Honorable Laninia Kaysen. Good evening, Judge. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. It's always a pleasure to be in your presence. I appreciate you so much for all the work that you do in the beautiful city of East St. Love, Illinois, and throughout the world. Thank you. You got a lot going on. So you are a judge, and you have recently established your own law firm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was a judge in the 20th Judicial Circuit um, in the state of Illinois for 12 and a half years. And um, in 2015, I left the bench and I worked for the Department of Children and Service, uh, excuse me, the Department of Children and Family Services in the state of Illinois for about three and a half years. And then just recently, I just established uh, my own law practice, the case and law practice. So I would describe myself as more of a centrist. I like to say socially liberal and fiscally conservative. Um, we, we as minorities, we know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents. So, um, you know how to be fiscally conservative, but I am socially liberal. Judge, before we get started, let's talk a little bit about yourself and your journey, your personal journey. What, what prompted you to, to take on the path of criminal justice and uh, criminal justice reform? Um, well, I grew up in East St. Louis, Illinois, and so naturally I, I saw a lot of poverty um, and a lot of inequality, so that's, um, that's a foundation. Um, and then after college, passion for communicating effectively and, and siding for the right side of justice, and um, the legal profession allows you to appreciate the, the art of working things out and collecting evidence and coming up with unarguable defenses. And so it's one of the greatest advantages um, of the law. Um, and the diversity of the profession uh, attracted me uh, to it. And, you know, whether it's a car accident or an eviction or murder cases, uh, defending murderers, I've never defended a murderer, but I've, I've uh, as a judge, uh, that those types of things come, come uh, past your, your, uh, your bench. So um, it's, it's one of the greatest professions, I think, in the world. And it's an honor to be practicing, and it's an honor to have, have served the state of Illinois in a judicial capacity. How long did you actually serve on the bench? Uh, for 12 and a half years, um, from 2003, I took the bench when I was 31. 
from 2003 to 2015, so about 12 and a half years. And before that, I was a civil defense attorney, a large Chicago-based law firm. They had an office in Belleville, so I was a partner there, and I took the bench uh, in 2003. I graduated from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville in uh, 96, and I worked for that firm uh, for about six and a half years, and I took the bench. So you have uh, quite the experience. So we, we certainly appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. That's very important for them. I am huge on criminal justice reform. So having you as a special guest on the show is very important. The St. Louis, Missouri area, there is few organizations, Father Support being one of them, uh, Future Up being the other. Mr. Chester Deans is over that program. And uh, for a long time, he was also over the uh, Father Support program as well. I also participated in the Father Support program uh, several years ago. Understanding what that mission is about, giving men an opportunity against the bias that is so often seen in the judicial system when it comes to fighting for child custody, fighting against child support, seeking justice in what seems to be an unjust environment when it comes to men, when it comes to black men in that St. Louis, East St. Louis area. In my experience, there has certainly been a lot of unjust to the black man, civil division as well, when we are dealing with family courts. Why is that? And have you experienced that? Uh, absolutely. East St. Louis, about, uh, let's see, 2015, yeah, in about spring of 2015, I actually formed a committee, and um, we had a forum on the mass incarceration of uh, African-American males in this country. I was inspired to do that. I saw uh, a speech by a phenomenal uh, professor in New York. Uh, she gave a speech at a judicial conference, and she was talking about the, the disparities um, in America with regard to the mass incarceration problem and how the breakdown of the family unit kind of was the impetus uh, of, this, uh, of this problem. And the statistics, I decided to just scale it down and see how mass incarceration affected the residents in St. Clair County. And um, it, it was pretty astonishing. Uh, about 72% of the men that were booked into the St. Clair County Jail were African-American men. About 70% of the women um, that were booked were African-American uh, women. And poverty, the lack of resources um, is a driving force. The deindustrialization of the black community kind of drove out uh, of jobs, child support, um, you know, without jobs, you're still making babies, then you have uh, child support. So it's a, a cyclical um, type of situation that I think that black people, African-American people, um, we need to really get a hold of. And, you know, we need to come up with some sort of legitimized plan, uh, a plan of action for the country to actually realize what is going on in our community. You look at TV, 
Um, you look at the local news, and every day there's a killing or a shooting. Um, in my neighborhood, there was just a couple of shootings. Um, you know, violence is rampant. In Chicago, violence is rampant. You know, it's, it's primarily focused on African-American men. And we have not been adequate. So many things, you know, there is a lot of um, ingredients that goes into this problem. And, but it all stems from slavery and the Jim Crow. We are still recovering from slavery. We are still trying to recover from that whooping. Absolutely. And it is affecting our black men on multiple, a plethora of levels. Um, and, and you can, from child support to murder. So it's really, you know, legislation needs to be passed. You know, there, there really does need to be someone at the helm. And the only uh, person right now at the, at the helm, I think, of, of black support is Barack Obama. And um, I really would wish that he or, you know, he's probably the most um, popular um, black man in America that can be um, the impetus uh, for, for mass change. Well, welcome to the King Yah Podcast. As you may have guessed, I am your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships, criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week, you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews, as well as personal and relationship tips that will help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories? It's interesting that you mentioned that at the beginning of the show, I posed a question. Why has there been such an attack on the black family structure? The second question that I have is, what is your opinion on the assault on the black man, black manhood, and black masculinity? When you say assault, um, I'm not quite sure who is doing the assaulting. Um, I mean, just generally, the black man has been under siege um, for a long time, and I'm not saying it's intentional. It's just a byproduct, and I go back again to it's just a byproduct of of slavery. Um, and then you have discrimination, and it it does emasculate uh, uh, men when they can't have jobs, when they can't um, feed their families, and and our industry um, is is the drug industry or or some undercover you know criminal operation to make money, you know, fraud. Um, we're not given the, the resources. Our schools, you know, are underfunded. Yet and still, 
we place people in positions to help us, and it doesn't seem like we're getting the help that we so desperately need. We need jobs. We need politicians to step up more to where it's effective because right now you just have a lot of people just talking. There's no action. There's no action at all. Um, there's no industry in the black community. If you want to help us, you know, teach a man to fish. Put some industry in the black community. Let our men work. Um, you know, a lot of us, you know, don't go to college. You know, we have other skills. But there, you know, there are people on street corners, black men on street corners that are smarter than, than astronauts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of it is misplaced, you know, and, and it all starts with the family, the breakdown of the family. There are no mom-and-pop black stores um, uh, pretty much, and we don't even support our own. So there, there's a lot going on in my community um, that needs to be addressed, and really it's just a bunch of talk right now. There's really no action, but they want that vote. They want that vote. They want yes. that vote. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And they will make all the promises to you that they possibly can to, to try to convince you to to vote for them. When it comes to the family court system, Judge Judge Kaysen, mm-hmm. why does it appear to be a sense of bias against men fighting for custody? Well, okay. So if, if you share a child with, with your partner, it is very important to establish paternity um, in Illinois. Um, uh, this applies to men who have a child born out of wedlock, and there's a lot of men in our community that do have a lot of children and are not married. And in Illinois, it's presumed that any child born doing a marriage is that of the father. So, you know, if you're married, it's, it's a presumption that that is your child if you have a child within that marriage. If you don't have a child within a marriage and it's out of wedlock, there is no such presumption. And the father must undertake certain actions to establish his parental rights. Um, you know, that old saying, mama's baby, papa's Daddy's baby. Daddy's maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, and men have to pretty much take the initiative to right now file an allocation of parental responsibility. You know, they, it used to be, you know, custody, but now it's called uh, allocation of parental uh, responsibility. You have to establish paternity. Um, and then once that paternity is established, then you, um, you know, file that petition for allocation of parental responsibility so that you can get some visitation right. And at that time, you know, that's when, if, if it didn't happen before, uh, that child support kicks in. And, and that's a whole nother um, animal in and of itself. You know, at the, at the very you know, men men do have to take the initiative if if you have a child born out of outside of the marriage to establish your parental rights. If you want to be in that child's life, you're going to have to do that, and that's just the way it is. Now, Judge Kaysen, wouldn't a father already establish parental rights if 
he's on that child's birth certificate? No, that's that's not the case. It's one thing to sign a birth certificate, but there's also something in Illinois which is called a a, a voluntary acknowledgement of paternity. So at the time when you, if you saw anybody sign a a birth certificate, that really doesn't mean anything. Um, okay. except, you know, you signed the birth certificate. In order to pretty much establish that you are the father, that is what pretty, if you sign that, then that means that you are basically carrying on the responsibility as a, as a father. However, just signing that, that's just establishing the pater- a paternity, okay? You still have to petition the court for visitation and on that VAP, it does tell you that this does not mean that you have any visitation or custodial rights. It's just basically saying that you are establishing yourself as the father. And that's mostly for single couples, correct? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's for single couples. Okay. Because it's a presumption that you are the father if you're married. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that with our listeners. Uh, hopefully that kind of clarified uh, some of those questions. Judge Kaysen, tell us how life has been for you now as an attorney in Illinois having your own law firm before we take our first call. Um, to be honest with you, I feel like I'm a young retiree. Um, <laughs> And I'm just uh, really just getting back in the in the groove of things. After the bench, I, I went to um, serve with the Department of Children and Family Services. So it really wasn't a broad range of law. It was basically just dealing with juvenile laws and termination of parental rights. Um, and that's kind of confining. So I'm not really kind of used to being confined because there's a broad range of law out here. And so um, I feel a little more freer, um, in a sense. Pretty cool to be your own boss and um, make changes in, in people's lives, hopefully fulfilling. You are certainly making changes in people's lives, and we appreciate the work that you are doing and for your causes as well. Guys, you're listening to the King Yah Speaks show, and I am your host. And joining us is our most honored guest tonight, Honorable. Leninia Kaysen. Well, welcome to the King Yah Podcast. As you may have guessed, I am your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships, criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews as well as personal and relationship tips that will help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories? All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We are back. You will have an opportunity to ask a question 
or make a comment to the Honorable Lanina Kaysen. Good evening. My name is Jane Joseph Owens L. I'm a dialysis patient. My voice is complicated because of assaults from the government. Anyhow, uh, I honor the sister, Judge Lanina Kaysen, and the Honorable Joe Brown, as well as yourself. My question is, the Honorable Judge, uh, the Honorable Judge A. Wallace Tashima, in case number 83-630 AWT in the uh, Central District of California, United States of America versus James Joseph Owens Hill, I got found guilty of attempted murder in the federal prison. The United States Attorney, Mr. William Frank Fahey, later on, beyond my knowledge, filed a motion to dismiss the attempted murder and the Honorable A. Wallace Tashima on April 3rd, 1993, uh, this uh, terminated the 20-year sentence, but I was still compelled to do the 20 years. I was right there in Marin, Illinois, so I know something about East St. Louis, Illinois. I'm also the author of two race safety propositions to stop gang violence and mass murder. And uh, it changed my blood pressure medication from amlodipine and lisinopril to triamterine with no potassium chloride supplement and put me on dialysis as a death sentence, called me a nigger on the yard when the whites and Mexicans were sent to kill me, but they wouldn't prepare to kill or to die that day. So they came together with us and asked me to use my legal skills and understanding of the Constitution to stop the white officers from forcing them uh, with money and knives to kill blacks and Muslims. So my first question is, as a lawyer, can you assist me or any other lawyer, any judge, in the interest of justice to bring some kind of stability in my life or equity where the court issued that order for me to be terminated for 20 years a black lady named Rockhanna Harvey sent the order to the federal prison. They refused to act on it. The other question I got is even briefer. Mr. King Ya introduced me to his case, and he taught me about a police officer filing a report uh, against his lover that said that he assaulted her. The police said there was no probable cause, yet. Two weeks later, that same information was used by that same lady and another female to come together uh, to go to another judge to bring a, a case against this brother. And I, I want to know, is that an ex post facto clause violation if what the police wrote was said there was no probable cause? And I'm saying, whether I'm right or wrong, I'm still saying it. At the time of the crime, the crime was not a crime because the criminal activity alleged as a crime was actual innocent conduct when that police said, no probable cause, I'm not going to lock him up. All right, Orangeville. Judge Kaysen. Uh, yes, sir. Well, uh, this is the ex post facto portion of it. So uh, ex post facto is a law that makes illegal an act that was legal when committed 
Um, so if you feel as though you have an ex post facto violation, um, then I would suggest that you consult a criminal attorney in um, the state of California or wherever um, the judgment uh, was, was, was rendered. Um, I'm not familiar with uh, California law, but um, I, that's, that's my, my suggestion to you uh, with regard to that. And I'm not quite sure what the first question was because I was listening to um, the brother's, um, you know, uh, explanation of, of the events that happened in, in his life. Um, but I, I, I'm not quite sure what California law is or I would have to actually look at what you're talking about because I wasn't quite sure what the what the what the issue was. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, sister. Uh, well, if, uh, if you give me permission, sister, uh, if you can have uh, King Yah to give me a written address of a firm, your firm, I can send you my court orders so you can look at them. Okay, that'll be fine. Thank, thank you, you sister. Thank you, Orzo. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for responding to our brother's question. 